Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Russ Show. On today's episode, West Virginia may have lost to Kansas, but the real fun begins. We also discuss Pitt getting crushed by Duke, West Virginia's seeding, and Bob Huggins becomes the most active winning head coach of all time. All ahead on the Ryan and Russ Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, I'm going to say it's a pretty positive showing from the Mountaineers in the Big 12 tournament. Got a win against Texas Tech, uh, well, a Texas Tech team that's going through a lot of turmoil right now. Game started out a little bit slow. Uh, West Virginia, well, the whole Big 12 season, but especially towards the end, a lot of must-win games um, that can happen when you kind of get a little bit of a break, go into a tournament. But then they took over, did their thing, the seniors did, and they looked really good. Uh, fast forward to today against Kansas. Kansas to do does what they do. And of course, want to, you know, wish Bill Self and his family, you know, thoughts and prayers, whether heart attack, whatever happened. Um, you know, some things are more than basketball. And, you know, of course, we all wish him the best as much as we like to poke fun at him. But Kansas, you know, they do. You, you, you know, you think you're in the game, you think you're in the game. Next thing you know, you're you lose by like 15 points. Um, but it just kind of the wheels fell off at the end. I think there were some great things to take away from the Kansas thing. I think there are some things to learn and and to stay hungry about as March comes around. But, hey, the real tournament's coming up, and the Mountaineers, they did what they needed to do in the Big 12. Yeah, no, they survived the gauntlet, the 18-game uh, gauntlet that we talked about. 7-11 and 11 easily gets in. I think 6-12 and 12 would have got in, especially with us winning the opener against Texas Tech. But t- today was an impossible spot. I mean, you just play a game where you finish at 10 o'clock at night. You got to turn around and play arguably, in my opinion, at least the best team in the country who is also coming off a loss by 20 at Texas. I, it, and the game's at Kansas. I mean, I know it says Kansas City, but the game is basically is at Fog 2.0. It's an impossible spot. You could just tell our guys' legs in the second half kind of were given out. Every jump shot was short. What was falling last night in previous games from Eric, Keedy, Joe, Emmett. It, they just we didn't have the legs in the, in the second half, and that, that's to be expected when you have a turnaround on uh, less than twenty four hours. If you're going to beat Kansas, you can't be the eight or nine seed because it's it's an impossible task with the quick turn. And especially with what we were talking about going on with Bill Self and emotion, sometimes yeah, yeah. that can that can just jolt a team, get them going. Kansas kind of looked a little slow like we did yesterday. It's always kind of coming out of that break, and then Kansas d- does what they do. Um, some positives to also take away is, you know, with Kansas is obviously we only lost to him by two points, a chance to win when we played him at the fog. I mean, like we talked about it is I think you need to dissect this game in, in two, two halves is the first half is, you know, when we weren't as tired, still energetic, had that momentum still going. And then the other half is when it just, you know, the, the legs just kind of came out from under them, um, which I, I would say in reality, this game was more probably like an eight to 10 point game rather than what the final show score really showed. And what do we know about Kansas? They're probably about to be the number one seed in the tournament. Um, we'll see what they do in the Big 12 here. But like you said, they they lost to Texas uh, on Saturday. So they were in a position to get rest and, you know, come out strong there. Um, but hey, we can, we can hang with them. We know we can hang with them. I don't think um, I think the first game we played them with Keedy having a concussion in Morgantown, still figuring out the identity of this team. And then the game we played today, um, you know, with like we played them in less than what, 12, 
15 hours yeah. since we played last. Um, I think no, you can yeah. definitely look at those two as outliers and our showing at the fog is, is what we're capable of. And as we said, the gauntlet of the big 12, if you're really, if you can hang in there and, you know, get into March from the big 12, Hey, looking forward to playing some non big 12 teams coming up. But I, I, I don't think there's any doubt that the sweet 16 is definitely up for grabs for the Mountaineers this year. Yeah, and we're going to find out in about 72 hours where they're headed. The selection show will be Sunday at 6 o'clock. Um, who we know that they won't play, Kansas is a projected one seed, so they will not be the 8 and 9 in that region. Baylor, I think, is still a projected a two seed despite losing this. Last year they lost in the same game and were still one seed. So I think Baylor's still two seed, so we won't be the 7 and 10 in that region. And then we won't be the 7 and 10 in um, – Texas's region either because of the Big 12 rules. So most likely, uh, Russ, what do you think? Eight eight or nine, most likely? I think we're going to be the ninth seed, and I think uh, where Lenardi has it right now is actually, and we've talked about this too, I think Lenardi, it's kind of like the mock drafts guessing this time mm-hmm. of year, right, is you can do your breasts. It's, it's more fun to do the projections than people are actually right about the projections. But I do kind of like the idea of us being in Birmingham, uh, playing Illinois and then playing against Alabama, which I am all for playing Alabama. Yeah, and they try and avoid rematches. So I don't know. I don't think they would look that far in terms of Purdue because Purdue is going to be a one seed as well. And we played them in the PK. I think the Birmingham's a good angle. I think Sacramento is also on the table because they like storylines, yeah. Mick Cronin, Bob Huggins. Uh, there's, in terms of who we could play in the eight, nine. Illinois is a good one because Brad Underwood, Bob Huggins from the coaching tree, his days at Stephen F. When they beat us in the tournament, unfortunately, that's a nightmare of mine. And I mean, the the team that uh, everybody I'm sure would get a laugh at if we played is Kentucky. Kentucky's projected around that seven to ten range. Oscar Sheebway, former Mountaineer, John Calipari, Hugs. Everybody knows how many times they've been matched up by the committee. So. They say that they don't look for storylines. I'm calling BS. <laughs> well, they got to make money somehow. Of course, they no look doubt. forward to storylines. Yeah, I mean, that's so. what. Why do you think they moved back, for example, the NFL schedule all the way to May? They want to see where some of the guys are getting drafted from college and getting college rematches going. It's all about the storylines. Well, you got to just keep it within reason, of course. Uh-huh. So uh, it's definitely feels good to be in this position, Ryan. I know. Um, we haven't had a break like this since Christmas break. And, you know, around yeah. that Christmas break time, we were kind of a little more relaxed, right? Waiting. And then big 12 hit. And it seemed like every day I just, we were going to bite our fingernails off because it was just so stressful. So it's kind of good to be in that more like calm before the storm again, um, getting ready to play. And then knowing we're also not playing a big 12 team, uh, the first two games coming out, obviously one game at a time, you know, you can't play plan to play in the round of 32 till you win the round of 64, but Hey, we're not in Dayton um we get the first round by so hey it's it's from what the lowest point to the highest point this year we're definitely close closest to the highest uh, you know that low point when we were what oh and four oh and five in big yeah. 12 play to start yep. uh, i'm glad we're far away from that man looking back that seems like an eternity ago um but hey west virginia they did it you know the old hall of famer now the most winningest active coach um, of all yeah. time in the league. Congratulations, Bob. Congratulations, Bob Huggins on Jim Beheim's retirement. <laughs> and congrats hey, congratulations to Beheim to too. Yeah. Hey, it, it, that was, I was, so my fiance right now is sick um, and she's been home from work. So we were having the games on during, during Beheim's press conference on. And 
she just kept going like, I don't know what he said. I don't know if this guy's retired or not. I'm like, don't look at me. No one knows what's going on after that interview. But congrats to Jim Beheim. Oh, man, he's gotten old. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, your name is Jim, right? It is Jim Beheim. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where he was going with that. It kind of sounds like he was forced out, but yeah, congrats to him on a great career. And uh, Hugs is a most winningest coach. So hopefully we get some, uh, old coach breaks in, in our bracket because it seems to be the other guys got all the breaks in previous years. So maybe we're due for a break. I, I would, I would like it. It's, it's definitely been one of those years is when, uh, we're so used to West Virginia basketball being, you know, press Virginia, discipline, discipline, doing all the right things. And, you know, when the game gets sloppy, that's usually not good for us. Now it's this year is we kind of want to muck it up, get it sloppy. It seems like everything's just been turned on its head. But, hey, that's what Marshall will do to you. Um, really excited for for what's to come. Um, before before we get going, Ryan, want to get curious your thoughts on the rest of the Big 12 and, and that tournament. Who do you think will come out on top? Probably uh, no surprise here is I, I – Obviously, Kansas, I think, is going to yeah. happen. But, hey, earlier today, that was a great Iowa State-Baylor game. Iowa State, tell you what, is they just they find a way to grind Baylor out. They, they do it every time, it seems like. And they find ways to win games in the Sprint Center. I mean, once again, Hilton South, as they call it, it's spring break. All, everybody from Ames makes the two-and-a-half, three-hour drive down there, and they, they pack that thing. So that's not going to be a home game for Kansas tomorrow. That'll be a true 50-50 game. If anything, it may be a little bit more Cyclone fan, or maybe Cyclone fans are just louder. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's going to be a good game. And then out of the bottom, I mean, I'm intrigued by this K-State TCU game. I mean, that's like an Elite Eight game in the quarterfinals of the Big 12. So looking forward to that. I think Oklahoma State can give Texas a game in the other quarterfinal as well. I think Oklahoma State's still desperate. I think they're in. They should be in. And honestly, it would be a joke if they weren't in, in my opinion, with no all kidding. their quad one wins. But the NCAA has a way of uh, screwing Oklahoma State over these past couple of years. So I guess no if they need to beat Texas to completely solidify their resume. So, I, I mean, I, I think Kansas and TCU will make it to the final in the end. Well, we know this. The Big 12 wants 80% of their conference. It'd be the first time ever in the tournament yep. that 80% of the conference gets in. So watch for a couple friendly whistles towards Oklahoma State. So we do. I, I wanted to bring that up. We got the battle of the oranges versus the battle of the purples. The purple. and yeah. We'll see which one comes out on top. I think it would be cool. Um, I definitely agree that Oklahoma State should be in there if they, you know, maybe get a couple friendly whistles tonight and win, um, especially after Texas's big win on Saturday kind of evens out there. Um, Oklahoma State's in. Maybe even if they make it a really, really close game, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. I'd like Kansas State to to beat TCU. Um, and then I think it would be cool to – and well, not cool, obviously. I'd rather us be in there. But if you got a Kansas State-Kansas uh, championship game in, in Kansas City, Missouri, I'm sure the that's what the Big 12 is going for, the too. The league so. wants, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. I, I'm assuming you're going to go with Kansas winning it all. Yeah, I, I, I think once they lost that last game against Texas, that was their last loss until whenever they lose in the madness. But, yeah. hey, tomorrow night could be tricky for them. Iowa State has their number in that building. They've beaten them, I think, four out of five there, maybe four in a row. I don't. Uh, they beat them yeah. every time in that building for some reason. I think that's It is game. weird. No, it, it is. A game. Actually, that might be their hardest game. It's yeah. not even the, the championship. Um. No, I'm with you. That that that's a game right there. Uh, I think Kansas squeaks by. Here's what here's I think what's going to be Kansas's where they may 
could fall up a little bit short is obviously Bill Self is is coaching is just if when they get in those positions of coaching wins games can it be done so I think that's that's their biggest what's going on and hopefully they have Bill Self for for the tournament too I mean we, we don't know what's going on is it obviously it was reported heart attack then illness then I, I think they probably and then you know even right now before ESPN they were saying you know heart related conditions so yeah obviously hope he hope he heals up um as much as uh you know can't stand Kansas always want a big 12 showing in the in the tournament so we'll see yeah no and it just as a human being hope hope he's all right I mean him and his family so I think it sounds like he's gonna be all right and oh they just uh report just came out he's out for the rest of the big 12 tournament so yeah that makes sense I may flip I think Iowa State's going to win tomorrow. I have a weird feeling. I think Iowa State's going to win the tournament again. The Magic. Yeah, that's that's new. That'd be nuts. We beat Iowa State twice, and they win the tournament. Well, <laughs> they had the- a loss since uh, Grill got kicked off. That that's true too. Jeez, it's addition by subtraction, right? Um, but wow, it, it, it's that's the if if Iowa State wins the Big Twelve this year, and that's the team we beat twice, and that's the team that we had to beat in Ains to get to the tournament. If that's if that's not the Big Twelve in a nutshell, I don't know what is. But hey, uh, yeah, actually, I mean, I think I'm cheering for Iowa State tomorrow. Yeah, it's all about matchups, man. That's what it comes down to. So sometimes you match up well with another team, and you can't buy a win against another team. Just ask Baylor. They're lucky. They're just happy to see anybody not named Iowa State next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is, I don't think any of these Big Twelve schools they're they, they're looking forward to the pressure of March Madness because they're like, oh, the pressure of March Madness. It was there's more pressure in the Big Twelve. This is nothing compared to yeah. to, to to the Big Twelve schedule we did. So obviously, on the reverse end of it, can't get caught sleeping. We've seen that happen time after time too. So obviously, keep the intensity going. And um, but hey, it's it's definitely gets easier it's like over preparing for a test where you just walk into the test and i'm like hey we're ready to go so similar there uh a team that may not be ready for the test and a team that struggled matchup wise ryan uh you can't finish an episode without bringing up uh the enemies from the north barely escaped georgia tech last night and that was a questionable game in itself and then gets crushed absolutely manhandled by a okay duke team oh man that was great that was Brutal. If you're a Pitt fan, that was brutal. I mean, they never were in that game. And you're that wasn't the 1991 Duke team. That was the watered down version of Duke. That's I, <laughs> that was, I, I Pitt. Yeah, Pitt's gonna they're gonna limp into the tournament and they're gonna be one and done. Um, I I don't see maybe if they somehow draw another soft team or a finesse team, they could squeak by. But if they play any team with a little bit of physicality, they're just good. They're gonna get beat down. They're, they're they're not that good. They they padded their win total against ACC. Are are they gonna be a first four team, or do you think they barely escaped that? I think that they escaped that yesterday. Yeah. I I don't know if they would have been in if they had lost to Georgia Tech. Then they would they would have been biting their nails on Sunday. Well, let's see what happens too with some of these other teams. Maybe Steelers, um, yep. a couple, yeah, a couple non-one seeds, yeah, bid stealers. A couple non-one seeds win, or a couple teams that weren't supposed to make it all of a sudden go on their run. So, uh, I'm glad to be in the position we were in because a couple of weeks ago, I was scared that we were going to, you know, be cheering for a lot of other teams in different conferences. But like we said, the good old calm before the storm. I'll take it. And um, hey, March Madness is around the corner. We'll have our. Uh, selection show on sunday after it's been released uh, next episode coming out sunday night 
Uh, we'll preview the matchups and tournaments and um, just have fun and go from there and then do our do, do our standard game previews. But hey, Ryan, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year. I know you'll be in Vegas next week. Just try to stay alive. Oh, yeah. Just just want the <laughs> Ryan and Russ show to continue. We've we've built a little bit something here. Want to keep building. Yeah. Just need you coming back in one piece. But um, hey, if you're going to be in Vegas too, go find Ryan. He's got it. will be yeah. handing out a couple hats. Um, and also too, if you're interested in a hat, let us know, um, at Ryan and Russ show on Twitter or Instagram, we'll send you one completely free of charge. They're really nice hats. Look at the one Ryan's wearing. I mean, it's, they're, they're real. Yeah. They're clean. They're good looking. So fitted, let, let us know, but thank you for all the support and, um, let's dance. Let's dance. Let the madness begin later.